Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to Canberra Metalhead. You got Mikey Malpas and JDK, and we're joined here in the studio with the guys from Point Seventeen. So from left to right, we've got um, James play the drums. Cool. Adam bass. Brendan lead guitar. Perfect. And uh, also in the studio, we got Benji Bourne from uh, Wretch. Hey, how you doing? Uh, and we'll be able to have a bit more of a chat about some Wretch stuff uh, later on. But it's cool, cool that you guys are all in here uh, and promoting the upcoming gig for the uh, Death vs Grindcore at the basement Death coming versus up. Death Grind at the basement. Um, and that one there is on the 16th of August. We'll announce more details about the dates later. But you know, just off the bat, that's when it's happening. And uh, we listened to a um, track at the start of the show, which was um, Black Heart by Point Seventeen. Um, that one there is off the um, the upcoming album um, to to be launched. Is that one uh, has that one already been launched? Sorry, the no, no launches. Cool. It? Yep. So and uh, we got that track off the album. Um, how, how's things been for the for the band and things kicking off, man? I know there's some history with um, in the Canberra metal scene from each member individually, but now it's all together into one one project. So it's cool to hear. It is, that's right, yeah. Uh, it's going really well, um, this first gig. We haven't done one since 2015, I think, uh, for various reasons. Um, and it's just going to take off from here, we hope. The album's out now. It's on Spotify, different formats. It's all digital. It's out there, ready for everyone to listen to. So, Perfect. Well, that's good to hear. I know that um, sometimes we get um, different launch um ideas for albums i know clarity chaos that just put out um an album earlier this year they had uh, like a whole plethora of online platforms so it's and then we also have like hellfire records who is uh, purely physical distribution so we've had many different types on the show before uh how how do you find like obviously um being the first point 17 album um with um being launched how do you find the difference between maybe you know digital and and physical releases i think digital's good for speed um we did we pretty much did this album on our own so we want to we want to get vinyl pressed eventually um but this one was just the easiest way to get out there quick for nothing um so everyone can hear us because you know this has been 16 years in the making you know we've all got big families and changing singers and so what but no, it's just great. Get it out there, man. And uh, yeah, a lot of European people like it, which is cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, good feedback so far for yep. what, three-odd months it's been out, something like that. That's right. That's one advantage as well about the online. You can see sort of where the listeners are coming from. Mm. Um, there's plenty of, you know, stats on who's downloading it and, and who's listening, which is cool. I know um, for the the show sometimes when we do giveaways, um you you know like for example we did a giveaway f- um in a previous show it's only a few weeks ago and uh the winner was from france so okay. we just like nice. randomly yeah. get reach yeah, out nice. there <laughs> um so yeah the um i messaged the winner i'm like hey man um you know congratulations you won 
and um i had to translate like some of the responses and then eventually we're like oh cool like oh you're from france man so what do you think he's like yeah man just from the shares you know how it's like most people are four degrees of separation well within like one or two degrees we're reaching overseas which is you know yeah that's right helps we still got people who want physical copies though that's one thing i've noticed usually old Mm. buggers yeah. yeah. I, I do. What's Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's the vinyl? Yeah, that's right. We're getting onto it. <laughs> I rest, do actually, rest assured. I, I totally agree with that as well, mm. too. Like, the physical isn't just CD. You've got uh, vinyl. I know Kid mm. Presentable did a release on Cassette as well, uh, which is cool. So, uh, Canberra Hardcore Band. So, you get um, the vinyl coming out. I know in the last. Um, few weeks i did the hobbs angel of death episode which had um recordings from vinyl so i actually digitalized the the vinyl recording so you can get that lo-fi sound but it's got the crackles and stuff yeah and um man i can tell you for a fact when i uh just looking at it from a digital perspective i had both types i had the digital and the vinyl both sitting there in the um, sound editing program and you can just see how much smoother the transitions are when it when you come to you know your your vinyl yeah right because it's essentially not crushed to the hell yeah it's lo-fi so like the impedance goes up and down man yeah right yeah it's just it just made it and i mean obviously hobbs being like a old school death metal australian scene yeah, you, yeah. you kind of yeah. like that yeah. feel that's right yeah exactly to keep it raw and yeah. how, how it's done yeah yep so uh yeah you know speaking of previous um you know australian metal scene um bands like like hobbs is there any sort of um, bands that you guys sort of draw influence from or anything like that 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 um you can point out yeah for me be a bremlin bremlin yeah, damaged sure. uh, back in those days were the best times of my life mate you know yeah. yep Mail for the brain, just wish it was all back. Yeah, and now Bremlin is back, which is sick. So, yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. You see rise of a few. Um, that's good bands. That, like I know, it was probably within the last five years. Um, Psychrist did a reunion show. They um, did. We all went to that. That was yeah. great. Yep. Yeah, so we've played them on the show before. Actually, Lucy from Armored Angel sent us that that album. Um, from from the archives so it's Mate. good to know people have still got it you know yeah. still they're still yeah. holding on to it yeah i remember getting all those albums back in the day as soon as they came out yeah yeah even yeah. right writing to yuri and the guys like handwritten letters yep. yeah and trading trading tapes and whatever else that's yeah. how it was done yeah yeah everyone everyone recalls <laughs> yeah that's how it, that's how it is and it's like um for example we had uh who was it um in a previous episode joel from which girl was saying like oh i remember like apparently we played a gig um with 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 um certain bands he's referencing a gig poster that he had but the thing was the gig didn't end up happening he just seen the poster and remembered thought that that, that, that gig happened <laughs> so, a mad uh, night. so we worked it out on the yeah, episode i think it was one of the, the at the end of last year we did a few retro episodes where we did like 80s 90s and 2000s um and joel was part of that and we um that's where it came up yeah. so it's in that episode but yeah it was funny man because at the end of the day like i keep certain gig posters like for example i've got um one from um speaking of yuri i have a tortured autopsy the mung and um and 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 like a death metal night and that was before autopsy was the headliner you know Mm, like i've still got posters from those those gigs um and you know i've got do you guys remember the you know that 
um, the days of having um, bands from Sydney, like um, there was a uh, Tensions Arise that used to play play here f- fairly often, mm. and just like gigs from when I first started being in the scene, uh, working at the bar and things like that. You look back at it all and you're like, whoa, like I remember that gig or, you know, I remember, yeah, right. remember mm. that band. We've got exactly. our old, old flyers. Yep. which we've kept in our first gig back in 2005, I yeah. think it was. Yep. And we didn't have a logo back then, and Brad, <laughs> yeah. our singers, just put 0.17 with dots that look like stars. Gunshots, it looks yeah. tacky shit, but still keep it. That's good, man. That's, that's <laughs> a yeah, good you got to keep it. You look back and go, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So that, that's like some of the history of the scene. But as far as the history of the band goes, um, I know that we alluded to to you guys having um, previous bands in the, in in the past. What is there any like history that you guys um, want to chat about? You know, previous bands that you guys have been in before this. Yeah, well, pretty much. Uh, I was in Dehuman. Yep. Way back in '96. Pretty much played for three years. Then did a uh, John Lennon. I met a girl and ruined everything. So I left that band and learned some slide guitar and all this weird shit and went, cool, this is different. <laughs> and then uh, got rid of her and then pretty much met the bloke over there. He l- moved in with me and then we started jamming in this little 4x4 four four room with a monster stack. Get cops over every night. It was quite funny. And, uh, <laughs> Good time. I remember that time the police came in yeah. and he came in, it was they like 4 o'clock in the morning, loud as hell, mate. And uh, I said to the cop, oh, sorry, mate, it's just too loud. Uh, it's just, no, it's just too late to be loud. And he goes, mate, that's too loud to have it any time of the day. And the other copper actually liked it. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Had no lights on the house. We turned the lights off in the house so no one thinks it's us playing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. mate, it was loud. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you get the, yeah. the Bat Sense album comes yeah. out. Yeah. That's it. And then we've got Brad, who's not here now, but he was um, Kill for Satan. So that's yeah, we had a problem with singers for a few years. And we're all a big family, so it's hard to, to get together. But, now nah, Brad's been fantastic, and that's why the album ended up being finished, I reckon. He pushed us and got it up. done. He was a bit nervous at the start, but he's stepped up. Yeah, he has. So. And Reedy come from thrash background, didn't you, mate? Yeah, I was in Smug Goat okay. in the early 2000s. We played quite a lot of gigs, mainly at the Rock 8 yep. and the Green Room. Uh, that all kind of dissolved about 2005. Mm-hmm. And I got a random call from Bob, who's right. in Wretch with Benji. He said, are you doing anything at the moment? Uh, Band-wise, I said, no. He said, well, I know these guys are looking for a bass player. I said, what sort of music is it? He said, oh, you'll like it. It's death metal. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm in. What's his What's his number? And I got in touch with Brendan and, and James and came up, played a few songs. Yeah, the rest is history, rest is history. Yeah. Yeah, perfect, man. Yeah, so I'm down in Cooma still to this day. Yep. So I've been travelling up for rehearsals for you know, 13 years. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's cool, man. change yeah. the thing. Nah. Good to fine. hear, dude. Uh, so you obviously still, although you're from, coming from Kermie, you still got that solid Canberra history. You oh, know, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it all, it all um, makes sense. I know that we have a lot of bands on the show, pre- like in previous episodes, and we talked about, you know, certain members will be in different towns. Yeah, and that's right. It makes it easier now to be able to communicate um, with members away i mean i i know uh we're talking to uh todd from psychroptic and him, mm. him being in the states and everyone else being in tassie they do rehearsals over skype sometimes if they don't have yeah. like or they have meetings over skype like just or send clips and things like that so uh, geographical um differences yeah. don't matter as much nah. but no, not with today's technology no. but i mean coom is like a good a good uh trip up anyway so oh it's yeah close enough yeah it's only an hour yeah to our rehearsal space so. closer than bell Connor. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and there's no traffic lights, so. <laughs> that's the way. Yeah. Um, and what about yourself, man? What's yeah, no, of... I sort of didn't didn't um, have any bands before until I met Brendan, sort of always into the heavy metal. and mm. um, I did music in college thinking I'd learn the drums, mm-hmm. and it was guitar, which I failed miserably at. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I sort of hung out with the boys in Dehuman when they were jamming and stuff yep. and had the odd dabble on the drums and, yeah, moved in with Brendan, got a... Five hundred dollar five piece drum kit. <laughs> That's right. Gone from there, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. Not, not as musically backgrounded as these two. You're but. natural, mate. Uh, it's good, man. It's good to be able to smash it out and um, you know join a band. Sometimes um, coming in fresh means that the influences that you're having are from the other members as mm, opposed to spot on previous yep. um, influences. But then again. You know, it's good to be able to have experience with stage presence and stuff like mm-hmm. that versus coming in fresh. You can learn that on stage. Yeah, I mean, definitely. not exactly walking around too much and with the drums, but... <laughs> like, yeah. You could do some Lars things yeah. with one foot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've seen some... Uh, so I spoke about this band previously. We had... Um, we had Tom from Wolfpack, and he actually sings and drums uh, um, for for that band. So yeah, right, he, yeah, like he's the singer as well as drummer. It's not yeah. often that you have have that. So some bands are fronted by um, different members. I know, you know, sometimes you like you're saying with with playing bass. I've seen uh, sometimes the bass player will be towards the back, and then all of a sudden comes through, or the singer steps to one side. They do like a three. Where you have two guitarists and the bass bass player all standing yep. together doing like a solo or yep. harmonising, um, yeah, it's cool to see. It is, yeah. it is. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, the the theme of the night is the the death versus grind. Um, is there any sort of um, history with that kind of dynamic before? I know it's like kind of a Sydney and and Canberra mashup. You guys are representing the Canberra side side of things, but have you ever played with any like um, grind or other other death bands before that you want to call out? Bands that you've played on the bills with? Yeah, well, Rich for a start. You know, yeah, thanks to these blokes, we actually got our first gig from. So yeah. yeah, it's a good mix. There are too many to remember, really. We've played with a lot of good ones and not not so good ones, I guess, but more, most of them being pretty <laughs> bloody good. And... Yeah, I remember back in the day at the Green Room playing, obviously played Kill for Satan. Yeah, we played with Frankenbock. Yep. Uh, there's, yeah, yeah, there's Brad, new, numerous oh, bands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember the Frankenbock. I think it was Metal Fiesta. I seen those guys play for the first time. Mm. Um, I think... Spent my last forty dollars on a hoodie. We played but, a show at the Marum. I remember it was a free gig. That was with Tortured, uh, Insidious Torture, and Insidious yeah. Torture, which was Matty yeah, Skitz's band. Yeah. Yep. They came up from Melbourne, played the show, and went back again. So good on those guys for doing that back then. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. Well, that, that's a good overview on the um, on the guys from Point Seventeen. We're mixing it up and getting Benji back onto the front of the mic there. So um, we got Benji from Bretch. How's it going, man? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, man. And we've got a whole death versus grind type um, feel about it. And uh, it's good. Like I wouldn't be able to have you wouldn't be able to have a grind show in Canberra without having Bretch on it, man. So wouldn't be able to have a grind show in Canberra at all if we weren't on there. There aren't too many grind bands no. around here anymore. <laughs> But um, no, thanks a lot for having us. It's uh, that whole death first grind thing was just a sort of um, had a couple of. I wanted to do a show with Point Seventeen. Uh, yep. Wanted to do a show with the Plague from Sydney, and uh, as Flesh Decays from Vic 
they're mm-hmm. coming down as well, and Blood Bomb from um, from Newcastle. So we kind of looked at it and thought, well, it's like half death metal and half grind, so that'll be an interesting little twist. And um, looking at the death metal bands on the bill, I reckon Grind's going to have a pretty bloody hard time trying to compete with them. <laughs> but um, no, it should be a lot of fun. Like you said before, um, it's not exactly like an actual rivalry. It's like you guys are all playing together, I guess. Like it's like people aren't gonna go out and be like i'm here to watch grindcore (laughs) (laughs) not many people do that (laughs) you're not yeah you're not gonna you're gonna get the whole experience it's nearly like um if your favorite two bands are are, are, are versing each other you get to watch them both play it's like you you know every band on the bill is going to be sick man and uh, we'll get into some more bands on the bill later um in the show but what what sort of sparked the idea i know you said you wanted to play with uh, point 17 but i don't think i've seen a bill like this before um to be honest i kind of uh was getting a little bit tired with um the the gig scene uh, in Canberra for the last couple of years. So like um, Reedy and the boys were talking about before, there were so many awesome death metal bands and grind bands that used to come through playing places like the Rock Ape and the Basement and uh, the Green Room. So we used to always, it just used to be that every weekend, um, without a doubt, a Friday night or a Saturday night, you'd go to one of these places and you'd run into bands that you'd never heard of, death metal, thrash, grind, whatever. And um, it kind of slowed down over the last few years because it just seems like for whatever reason, uh, a number of other shows that have popped up that have become really popular, like uh, Covers Nights, for example, they make a lot of money for venues. A lot of people go there, they like them, and that's fine. But it takes away from the heavy scene in many ways. Like, for example... um, you try to book a date with a number of venues now and half of the dates are already booked by covers nights, Mm. for example. And um, the other half that aren't already booked by covers nights are booked by international bands or, you know, a band from Melbourne who are playing 30 dates around Australia. And um, that kind of kills the local scene a little bit. And it's not a problem. I mean, getting big international bands and uh, touring Australia bands is awesome to get them through Canberra, don't get me wrong. And, um, you know, I I can't say that we don't get onto those either. So, Wretch play a lot of those um, international touring shows and we're really thankful that we get to get on the bill. But it's not the same as it used to be where you could just go to the venue and, you know, you hear three new bands that were awesome you'd never heard of before. And um, it's kind of... It, it makes bands not want to do shows, you know, when they go to a show and because there's a cover night the night before, a cover night after, everybody spunks all their money on those shows and then they don't come to yours. So, you know, you have a poor turnout, you have less bands wanting to do local gigs and the whole supporting and headliner business, it just really irks me, you know, um, no local band is better than another local band. And just because a band is from Sydney or a band is from Melbourne doesn't mean they're better than the local bands that we have in Canberra. We've got some awesome local metal bands. We've had some unreal, like, world stage bands come out of Canberra. And um, I thought it would be nice to do a show and try to get that started again. So yeah, try to get... See 
um, people stepping up and taking that spot, you know, because I think that's what's been the problem is that the a lot of uh, promoters, you know, then people come and go, and now you're stepping in and and taking that. And cheers, yeah. cheers to cheers, you, dude, man. for for taking that that step. And you boys do it as well with Inhuman Remnants. So you know, it's 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 hard to uh, as a band try to separate yourself from getting to play with the bigger bands like you know when cattle decapitation comes through and you get offered to play with them of course you're going to take that up but then you're not going to play for a month before or a month after because you're mutually obligated not to that's right and you're practicing <laughs> for this show and um no it's so there are there are there are bands that still do it in Canberra. it's just the the extreme metal side doesn't happen as often as it used to so yeah, no, I dig it, man. I, I like how um, you mentioned before there's no, no bands are better than each other. It's all like an even playing field, and I feel that vibe from this gig is like it's just all, uh, um, it's all, it's all one big show, and that's what I like about this. Um, and you did mention before, like, you know, there is international bands that will pull local supports in which is cool uh there's been a few few bands that we've had on the show that are like oh you know we got a whole bunch more following because people that wouldn't have seen us came to watch the international and then you know we got some uh good feedback from that but at the same time um not often you don't get as good of a showcase as if you know a band covers another band people are going to see that cover band not the original the band that all those members are also in that's right uh, yeah. i know for example you um i think in the first show that i had had you on for wretch we're talking about um when you have members that can't play because they've they've got to practice for another a cover show um people don't go oh what other band are you in because i want to follow your original band because I seen you did a good job in the cover band. That's not as common as getting a support for an international band and them them covering you. I think um, there's there's two sides. In. Yeah, there's two sides to that. So like for example, um, half the guys from Wretch are in uh, Live Evil, you know, so they do metal covers, and they'll actually attract people to a Wretch show. And I'm sure they're very disappointed when they come to a Wretch show, but because they're playing really heavy music, and you know they they cover. Iron Maiden and Accept and stuff like that and they come and <laughs> have to watch Wretch but they still do draw some people from that um, I'm talking more you know I, and I've done it myself like I've done covers gigs and there's nothing wrong with it but when there's one every weekend that's when it starts to really affect the local original metal scene yeah, gig yeah. saturation <laughs> saturation that's right and I mean it's like any band Wretch don't play a gig every couple of weeks i mean people don't want to see wretch every couple of weeks so you spread it out a little bit and have some variety and get more bands to play and i'm stoked that point 17 are coming on to play this show we played with them when we launched um tirades in 2016 i think or 15 at the transit bar and that show was unreal you know it's um i want to get that happening a little bit more yeah man that's awesome yeah for and sure that's, that's a big part of our show you know what i mean yep. like yep. we're we're trying to support that local underground kind of canberra scene that's that's why marky started this you know and the topic is focused on 
just Canberra metal and promoting those local kind of things and doing the tour swaps and, and those kind of things. That's yeah. exactly what we're about. Sweet. So. Yeah, man. Like I said before, Live Evil, we've had them on the show before. They're promoting metal, which is good. Um, as Because people see Live Evil. They don't see... They're not there to see Dio. They're not there to see... Um, any other bands that they're covering they're there to watch a live evil show and they've done hellenic club gigs and stuff like that so that's chilled um yeah it's more so just um the 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 change in how things are going that's really good to see and initiated by gigs like this yeah sweet yeah we hope to see heaps more people coming out to to shows and supporting this kind of thing because that's exactly what we're here for man. that's right and the more people that come out and support not even support i hate that word the more people that come to a gig and, and watch them. local bands buy a shirt buy a cd you know come and just watch the band play that means the world to bands that practice their ass off for what 13 years yeah. you know it takes a lot of money a lot of time away from your family um so to have people actually come and appreciate that that's awesome or to have a group of people come and watch wretch and stare at us confused that's just as awesome you know man uh, <laughs> th- there's uh, anyone that doesn't already know this to clear it up on the show man wretch has a lot of talent you guys have got some like i said there's dudes in wretch that play world-class songs in in covers like they, they pick up stuff that's written by other people as well as write their own originals like yeah. as as much as um, it's fun to be like, oh, like, Wretch is a, like, don't worry about Wretch. Wretch <laughs> is a talented band. Benji's just being, like, humble because he's on the show. But let me tell you, like, there's stuff there as a as a bass guitarist, as, as being with the guitarist, some fucking talent in that band, man. So. Jeez, man. Yeah, the boys have um, been around for a long time. Um, so, like, uh, Point 17 guys were saying, they've been in, a lot of bands over yep. the years like um naif i mean he was in psychrist and infinitum um bob was in smug goat for with with reedy um yeah yeah it was it was there's a, there's a lot of a lot of years going through those guys so thanks a lot I, that's um i absolutely agree that the guys in the band are really talented and they've just got to deal with me making up <laughs> noises over the top of their good music yeah i forgot to mention the vocals are good too <laughs> because like like you said before i mentioned uh, it's a callback to the previous time we had you on the show man like um death metal vocals to the outside of people is, and, and grind vocals are, oh man it's like it's screaming and yelling there's pitches and like hard to hit notes um it's really taxing you mentioned that like it's good when you've got a sample because you can have a drink of water because of how many how crazy some of the vocals are yeah um yeah no it doesn't help when um the songs go for just over a minute and most of it's screaming (laughs) that's that's difficult to do man like uh, we were talking about the talent in the band i mean um Duncan the drummers did the drop in for Chainsaw when they came through like to to do session work for them like that's the sort of level that we've that you got there um so yeah like you said it's taxing on everybody and so, like I think was it a festival 15 uh it was cool because we got like a whole album out yeah <laughs> yeah 
I think we played the most songs for a Festival 15 show of any band. <laughs> we just played all of our blurters. It was good. <laughs> Moving on to into a bit more info about the upcoming gig. So as we mentioned before, it's on the uh, 16th of August at the basement, kicking off at 7.30, um, as well as Wretch uh, and Point 17. We've got a few other bands on the bill. So we've got um, As Flesh Decays and as well as uh, Bloodborne. Yep. And the plague. And the plague. So uh, we'll be able to uh, hear some more of their tracks later on in the show. But um, as far as the history goes, like we've had as flesh decays on the show before, and uh, you know it's an obvious choice to have have for, for a bill like this. Uh, Benji, how did they come about? Is there a like a, how did they come up in on the radar? Um, I've been wanting to play a show with them for ages, and um, so uh, Blizz has got in contact with us a couple of times before and asked us to play um, shows over the last few years and just happened to be that every time he asked us to play um, someone was having a baby or you know I was overseas with work or something for some reason I couldn't do it um, so yeah I hit them up um, just because I wanted a good death metal band and they're really good so um, yeah there's sort of all the bands on this bill they're just ones that i wanted to play with really so i've been wanting to play with as flesh decays wanting to play with the plague for ages uh from sydney um shano is a legend and um he's been in heaps of sydney death metal bands over the years and um so they were an obvious choice as well but um blood bomb are an interesting one from sydney in the coast so they're like a, I guess you'd say gore grind so they're the other grind band on this bill <laughs> and um, I think they're grosser than us and their song titles are worse than ours and their songs are shorter <laughs> um, they sound a little bit nastier so that'll be fun to watch Sabs the vocalist of Blood Bomb he uh, has been in a number of other bands from Sydney over mm-hmm. the years so like Festering Drippage he was with them for a while um lower back problems and a few others so um they'll be really good something interesting (laughs) for people to see and have a bit of a giggle at because that's the thing with uh grind you know a lot of grind bands don't take themselves too seriously you got that humor behind it and they're definitely uh along that sort of vein same as wretch so yeah, for sure, man. The, well, like you said, man, they don't take themselves too seriously because it's fun. Like it's the whole thing of the the whole point of the of of the gig is to you know go out and do you know entertain people. Yeah. Um, if you take it too seriously, then some people might not find it entertaining. Well, it's if you take yourself seriously when you're in a grind band, like some bands are serious, like Napalm Death. I mean, they're singing about about serious stuff. But we have a song called Glory Hole Confessional. If you take that seriously, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You know, Festering Drippage had a song called Fungally Infested Fistathon. <laughs> if you're taking that seriously, then, you know, you shouldn't be playing shows in front of groups of people. You should probably be in prison. <laughs> or at a Glory Hole Confessional. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's exactly right. We you don't take it too seriously but also it's like we mentioned before some serious talent to to be able to entertain people as well um it's not something you can just go up and and do there's a lot of um 
you know work that goes into planning stuff out and 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 gigs and promotion and all that sort of stuff uh we've had as flesh decays on the show before and uh we came across the uh mutual um trading ground of um you know cult movies and 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 horror and vhs and all that cool sort of stuff and i understand that you're a bit of a fan yourself yeah that's Um, actually how i met chris blizzard from um as flesh decay so we met through online horror groups and talking about vhs and stuff and it turned out that he was in as flesh decays and i was in wretch and he liked wretch so it was kind of fun (laughs) get to meet each other in the other way but yeah yeah i collect a lot of a lot of stuff weird stuff i know yeah. one of the questions from that was what what was their favorite series our verdicts in what's uh is that can you choose one from the horror series what's your um favorite favorite series uh, i'd have to say child's play yep yeah just it went pretty bad towards the end but um yeah i've got chucky tattooed all over my arm <laughs> yep so i'd have to say he's probably my favorite the new one's good even though it's not brad dorif a lot of people hate it i like it Oh man, like I said, a lot of the the cult films and you know, horror creeps its way into the scene, which is what we want. You know, cool uh, samples and intros, and um, I guess themes, song titles, all that sort of cool stuff. So it, it's you nearly need to mention it as part of of the show. I mean, even the gig poster is the um, Dawn the, of the Day of the Dead. Yeah. yeah, it's Bub from Day of the Dead. No, I think a lot of my favourite Australian grind bands have some samples that they make the they make the song like you listen to um uh see you next tuesday by blood duster yep (laughs) um it's just full of samples from boogie nights and um bad taste and stuff like that so yeah i love it i try to get as much of that into the band as i can but i think duncan likes fart noises more (laughs) (laughs) and uh snore samples apparently is duncan's uh, main um, (laughs) stakehold uh no we recorded that because when we um when we went to europe uh, i snore really badly and duncan snores really badly and they took to recording us uh snoring so they could play it back later and they thought it was hilarious bob actually um uh did this little side recording project not sure if I can say the name. Go ahead. Swanfucker. There we go. Yeah, so he did that. And that was this long doom opus that just had Duncan snoring behind <laughs> it. <laughs> Worked pretty well. I've used a similar idea with um, like apps. You actually get applications on your phone where they um, tell you how well you sleep. And if you snore, it'll record it so you can listen back. So I have a bunch of snore samples of like from the same thing the title for those samples is a doom band sounding name eternal slumber i think it works quite well um hey speaking of uh uh doom songs as well we um spoke earlier about long intros and 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 longer stuff i know that joel previous singer from um wretch actually was in the doom band uh futility before that was oh no so uh, um, not to, uh, futility tranquil had, deception um, that's right futility yeah yeah so futility uh had duncan and nafe from that's Rick right for a while yep and um yeah futility is still going with um uh a bunch of new new guys so grant as you you know grant you work yep. with him um he's in there and dan the drummer 
Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing really well. I think they're getting ready to record or they just started, started recording. Yeah. Did a big feature on their drums at that church where they recorded at. Yeah, yeah. Which apparently sounds huge. So that'll be awesome. So those guys are great. Yeah, that's that's cool. And um, mentioned before, the Joel, the previous singer, I get confused with uh, Tranquil Deception, which is uh, we've had Aaron from Old, who used to be the drummer in Tranquil. Yeah. So it's cool how the the scene kind of supports itself, and you have you don't lose a musician. You just the the band might become something else. We can still see that musician perform, but just to something else. Um, yeah, it's incestuous, man. It's, it's a fungally um, infested fistathon. <laughs> <laughs> but only the result is good metal as opposed to, you know, any any sort of negative impact. It's actually good in this case because you have you don't lose all that kind of influence and talent. It goes into something else, which is cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the other bands that are on, on the bill. We're going to have a bracket now where we play a few of those bands um, and give everybody a sample of what they can expect on the night but for now they'll close up the interview uh, section thanks for everybody for coming in Uh, i like to do these feature episodes where we've got multiple perspectives on the same gig so thanks everyone for coming in and um you know talking about the upcoming show thanks for all for coming in thanks for having us thanks for having us cheers mate